Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast on tales from Indian mythology. In today's episode I will be narrating the story of King Harishchandra. His acclaim for his ability to stay true to his words even in the face of adversity was so extraordinary that his name is quoted in that context even today. Harishchandra was the son of Trishanku born in the dynasty of Ikshvaku. He ruled from his ancestral seat of Ayodhya. He had a wife named Taramati and a son named Rohitashwa. The king became very famous for his righteousness and integrity during his rule. One day while on a hunting trip in a forest near his kingdom, he heard desperate screams of a woman crying for help. He immediately set off in the direction of the screams. The screams ceased after a few minutes even as he continued in that direction. He soon came across an ashram in that direction and decided to go and check if the screams had originated from there. Now the ashram belonged to Rishi Vashwamitra. The sage was in the middle of a penance to obtain Triguna Shakti. Harishchandra's sudden entry into the ashram disturbed him and this broke his meditative trance. The sage was livid at Harishchandra's actions. In that moment, the king realized that he had made a grave mistake by entering the ashram. He quickly decided to appease the sage before he cursed him or worse his people for that. He offered his entire kingdom as a gift to the rishi. Though taken aback at this initially, this appeased the sage and he agreed to that. But then, it was the norm in those days that a larger gift or donation should be followed by a dakshina now because harishchandra had just given away his entire kingdom he did not have anything else to offer as dakshina but when rishi vishwamitra reminded him of that he requested for a month's time to arrange for the dakshina the sage agreed to this after getting back to the palace harishchandra told taramati and rohit ashwa about all that had incurred in the forest the devoted taramati and the obedient rohit ashwa agreed to give up their riches and follow harishchandra out of the kingdom they traveled for many days in the forests taramati and rohit ashwa did not complain even if they felt troubled harishchandra began to continuously worry about the dakshina that was due to vishwamitra as the days were fast running out but to no avail The trio finally reached the city of Kashi. There, Harishchandra approached multiple people but was refused a job everywhere. He turned distraught as the deadline for the month fast began to approach. Finally, Taramati suggested to her husband that he sell her and Rohit Ashwa for money. Although horrified at the idea at first, Harishchandra eventually goes through it with a heavy heart. A rich man agrees to employ both Taramati and her son at his house but the money that Harishchandra gets was still not sufficient and so the former king sold himself as well he was given the task of a gatekeeper at the cemetery in the meantime Rohit Ashwa while working for the rich man got bitten by a snake in the garden the snake was highly poisonous and so he died instantly on the spot Taramati bemoaned at her fate and mourned for her son. But then there was nothing that she could do that could bring her son back to life. And so close to nightfall with a heavy heart, 
she took her son to the cremation ground harish chandra's heart was torn with angst when he saw rohit ashwa's dead body he wailed at the loss of his son as the couple prepared to perform the final rites for their son harish chandra remembered that he had to collect a tax for every cremation done at the ground but then taramati had absolutely no savings to pay for it Harish Chandra then refused to have the funeral rites performed without the payment even as Taramati lamented at their fate Harish Chandra's heart was wrenched with agony as well but he staunchly believed that this was a result of his sins from his past life and that he was supposed to go through with all of this pain It was at this juncture that a miracle occurred A brilliant light lit up the place and Rohit Ashwa woke up as if he had been in a slumber all along as the husband and wife beheld this wonder and hugged their son all the gods appeared there along with Rishi Vishwamitra Lord Vishnu told Harish Chandra and his family that this had been a test all along and they wanted to see if Harish Chandra would stay true to his words even in the face of extreme adversities Having passed the test of the gods with flying colors he was offered a place in Swarglok While any other man in his place would have jumped at the opportunity and taken it immediately Harish Chandra did not do so He requested the gods to allow his subjects to a place in Swarglok When the gods told him that a place in Swarglok could only be gained as a result of good karma he offered to give his share of good karma to his people Highly impressed with his selflessness and his love for his people, the gods offered both him and his subjects a place in Swarglok upon their death. With this, I come to the end of today's episode. The key takeaway from today's story is that even though Harish Chandra had to face extreme hardships, he was rewarded towards the end as he stayed unwaveringly true to his principles. In the next episode I will narrate an interesting story about another Kshwaku king Sagara. Thank you for listening and hope to see you all in the next episode as well.